Welcome, beloved family and friends. Welcome to Heart to Heart here with Alicia. And today, instead of a gold nugget, we are going to call this short, informative message a precious pearl. Entitled, The Three Unbreakable Laws. Yes, beloved, there are three laws that you just cannot defy. We cannot defy these three laws. The first one, the law of electricity. If we go against the law of electricity, that's very dangerous. Very dangerous. Dangers of electricity include a variety of hazards that include electric shock, psychological damage, physical burns, neurological damage, and things in resulting in death. Any form of energy, when not properly controlled or harnessed, can result in serious danger to those who use it. Do you agree? We cannot go against the law of electricity. The second law, the law of gravity. Now, gravity is very important to us. We couldn't live on Earth without it. The sun's gravity keeps Earth in orbit around it keeping us at a comfortable distance to enjoy the sun's light and warmth. It holds down our atmosphere and the air we need to breathe. Gravity is what holds our world together. So we cannot defy the law of gravity, can we? We're in agreement with that also, The third law. The law of reaping and sowing. We cannot go against the law or defy the law of sowing and reaping. For instance, if you sow plum seeds, you're not going to get a crop of peaches, watermelons, or apples. No, you're going to get plums. You're going to get the fruit of the seed that you sow. You're not going to reap a harvest of peaches because you sowed plums. Is that a good example? Let's read scripture, some scripture on sowing and reaping. Galatians 6, 7, and 8. This has scriptural basis in Galatians um, 6, 7, and 8, which reads, Be not deceived. Yah, Bible says God, is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit, to the rook, shall of the rook of the spirit reap life everlasting. Now Galatians 6, 7 do not be deceived. Yah, written God, is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. You know, 
you can only get what you sow, what you plant. You, you plant evil, you're doing evil to people, you're going to get evil back. You're stealing others' belongings, someone's going to steal yours too. If you sow by giving, you will be given to. Let's read Luke, Luke 6.38. Give, and it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will put into your lap. For with the measure you use it, it will be measured back to you. Hmm. Let me read this again. This version is kind of con uh, confusion. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be the measure, it will be measured back to you, okay? Yeah, I just read it wrong. The measure you give will be measured back to you. 2 Corinthians 9, 6. The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. You give a little, don't expect a lot back. You're going to get a little back. You give a lot, expect a lot back. All right? Proverbs 22.8 Whoever sows injustice will reap calamity and the rod of his fury will fail. If you sow injustice, you're going to get injustice right back because that's what you sowed. That's what you planted. Your harvest is going to be injustice. Job 4.8 as I have seen those who plow iniquity and sow trouble reap the same. Some people say, I don't know why all this trouble is coming on me. But they're not thinking about it. What about all the trouble you've sown? You're just reaping what you sow. Like I said, like David, King David did. I said a lot of people don't look at it with what he did with Bathsheba. He took her, so he raped her. Yes, he used his power, not his physical strength. He used his position as king, had her brought to him in his bedroom. Took her. So that's rape, beloved, any way you want to put it. And then when he got her pregnant, he, want, he couldn't get his dedicated couldn't get her dedicated husband his dedicated friend to go and sleep with his wife during the time of battle so he sent him with a letter <laughs> that he knew he wouldn't read telling them to put him in the front line so he can get killed and leave him that's what david sowed well you go on with scripture david's son raped one of his daughters one of his sons raped one of his daughters and her brother his other son killed that son for raping his sister David reaped what he sowed even though he was a man after Yah's own heart and Yah loved him but I mean you can't go against the law of sowing and reaping he was forgiven but he had to reap what he sowed okay <laughs> all right 
Now here's something I found I thought was interesting while collecting scriptures and um, on sowing and reaping. And I was also reading others, other writers and ministers' thoughts on the law of sowing and reaping. Let me read this to you. In Galatians 6, 7 through 10, Paul explains that deception is a very real possibility that Yah's, and he wrote God's, people must continually guard against because deception results in the mocking of Yah. And he wrote in the mocking of God. People who are deceived commonly fail to live according to the principle of sowing and reaping that Yah, written God, has woven, woven into creation. One of the basic truths of botany is that if you sow, you know, if you plant a seed, like an apple seed, in time you will reap a harvest, a crop that corresponds with the seed that was sown. For instance, apples, not pumpkins. For a Christian, there are only two seeds that they can sow, namely the sinful passions and desires of the flesh and the righteous passions and desires of the rook, he wrote, of the spirit. As they continually sow each other, excuse me, as they continually sow either of these seeds, deception may set in because they do not see any immediate benefit for sowing from the spirit or any immediate judgment for sowing from the flesh. But eventually, a harvest of either life or death comes from the seed sown. Mm. Are you hearing this? The deception that sowing from the flesh does, this, excuse me, the deception that sowing from the flesh does not cause a harvest of sin and death is commonly seen in the lives of people who are astonished when they awaken one day to see that sin has blossomed throughout their life. This is because they were not attentive to the law of sowing and reaping. Examples would include the nagging wives who are astonished when their husbands file for divorce, married men who flirt with other women and seem shocked that they ended up in an adulterous affair. Gluttons who are astonished when their doctor gives them their annual physical. Drunkards who are astonished when they are fired from their jobs, etc. Anyone who evaluates how they sold their time, money, energy, and words each day is confronted with the fact that they are sowing from a source, Yah, God, or sin, and reaping a harvest of life or death. But this simple fact is often overlooked because of the power of deception, particularly self-deception, particularly self-deception. Yeah, we can deceive ourselves. We can do, people can do wrong and deceive themselves and think, Yah, or what they say, God is going to bless them anyway. How foolish. You reap what you sow. So let's make sure we reap good things so that we can harvest. Let's, let's 
excuse me, make, let's make sure we sow good things so that we can reap good things, have a good harvest. Yeah, I'm making a lot of flubs on this one, but hey, never mind. I'm, I'm doing the best I can do at this moment right now, working on a time schedule. Let's do good so we can receive good with the knowledge that if we do bad, we're going to get bad. If we do wrong, we're going to get wrong. If we do evil, we're going to get evil. Okay, beloved? Never forget the three unbreakable laws, the three laws you cannot defy. The law of electricity, the law of gravity, and the law of sowing and reaping. All right, beloved, thank you for joining me here on this first gold nugget, this short message, an informative message, a gold, excuse me, a gold nugget that I prefer to call a precious pearl. All right. Here at Heart to Heart. I'm going to end because <laughs> I don't want to keep making mistakes, <laughs> all right? So until we meet again, beloved. Yeah, willing, of course. Shalom. See you next time, family, friends.